everyone, and welcome to The Standard Protocol. I'm your host, Matt Sutter. Thank you for tuning in to episode number 16. Uh, if you were with us last week on 15, uh, you probably got a, a little bit of an awakening there, uh, but we have had a lot of positive feedback come from that episode. I've My phone, my email, everything's been blowing up here over the last week or so with people reaching out. Uh, saying thanks for putting that information out there. Thank you for taking a real deep dive into a problem that many of us know exists, but nobody's really talking about it or, or willing to tackle it just because you don't want to end up in the crosshairs. And so uh, we appreciate all the followership that we've gotten, all the love on YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Uh, for those of you out there that haven't subscribed or liked the show yet, please keep those clicks coming because that is what is keeping the show going here. So uh, the standard protocol podcast email inbox, standard protocol podcast at gmail.com, standard protocol podcast at gmail.com. We've gotten a lot of emails, like I say, over the last week and reading through all of them. Um, everybody is uh, basically, uh, there's a lot of positive reinforcement out there. A lot of uh, people wanting us to keep up the good work and keep the show moving forward. So uh, with that, I want Wanted to roll into the first topic today. Um, again, going back to last week's episode, I talked a little bit about my separation from an agency that I spent 15 years with, and um, you know, I touched on some of the uh, you know the good old boy system, the cronyism, the uh, the the inherent sexism and racism of that organization. And lo and behold, here today, just before I sit down to record this. I see the promotion of two more people into higher ranking positions that are, um, uh, we'll say, mediocre leaders at best. At best, uh, that's probably being that's probably overstating it quite a bit. But uh, again, no uh, no change on the horizon. It doesn't look like, and it looks like we're locking in uh, more personalities that are just going to continue on the same path for years and years to come. So it's really devastating to see that kind of stuff because there are people in the organization that are qualified to make change and lead people in the correct manner. But uh, again, we're choosing to dip into the same well every time we, we go to make a promotion. And, uh, you know, it's uh, at some point the wheels are, the wheels are going to come off. It, it's not sustainable to continue operating in the same manner. And, the uh, promotions that are continuing are just uh, leading it further down that path. So with that, I'm not going to dwell on that too much. We'll move on to uh, bigger and better things here. We've got a show that encompasses a lot more than just uh, those people in that one organization. But just so you know, the people that are still left in that organization, uh, I feel for you. Uh, I think about you every day and uh, I wish that... Uh, I wish that there was a light at the end of the tunnel or better days on the horizon, but I'm just not seeing it right now by what's going on. So uh, please keep your keep your heads down, continue the good fight every day and go out there and continue to serve as you always have. And uh, hopefully there's greener pastures coming soon. The first real topic I wanted to talk about today was constructive dismissal. And for those of you that aren't familiar with this term, I was not familiar with it until recently. Um, I learn a lot by uh, having this podcast because people are always writing in with these topics and, and bringing my attention to things that I didn't know were out there. 
Uh, but in employment law, uh, there's a term called constructive dismissal. It's also referred to as constructive discharge, constructive termination. And it occurs when an employee resigns as a result of the employer creating a hostile work environment. And since the resignation isn't truly voluntarily uh, come to by the employee, it is in effect a termination. So for those of you that are out there that are experiencing such a hostile work environment or such an uncomfortability uh, when you come to work every day, um, if you are thinking that you can't resign or that that you know you can't you, you don't have any way out of that situation, uh, technically, that's not true because that's uh, what's called constructive dismissal, where uh, management makes your life uh, so so miserable that you can't possibly continue to go to work every day and, and endure it, and you shouldn't have to. And and so um, there there is uh, case law on this. You can Google it, Wikipedia it, whatever. Um, I'm not an, an attorney. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not going to give you legal advice, but just know that there. Um, you know, if the if the environment is so uncomfortable for you that you have to leave, that's not necessarily you leaving on your own accord. That is, in certain circumstances, uh, effectively a termination because they've made it that uncomfortable for you. So, um, you know, keep that in mind. Obviously, uh, it's always best. You know, I, I I I I envy people that are in a position where. You know, they say they're eligible for retirement or, or whatever the case may be. And you hear them say they're one bad day away from just hanging it all up. And, uh, you know, I envy people that are in that position. But the reality of it is most of us aren't. Most of us, uh, we need to work. We have bills, mortgages, families, kids. Uh, many of you have student loan debt you got to pay off. So there, you've always got to have a steady source of income coming in in order to stay afloat. And so if you are in that position where your work environment is that unsatisfactory and you are uh, feeling targeted every day, you're feeling uh, bullied or harassed, or you're just feeling like it's a, a hostile or uncomfortable work environment, um, you know, start looking at your other options, get something else lined up and then effectively resign. And, you know, you could potentially take legal action under this, uh, you know, constructive dismissal or constructive discharge, uh, stuff here. So, you know, there, there's, there's always a vessel to try to make things right on the back end, but the, the biggest struggle is how do you get from point A to point B there, right? How do you, how do you just up and leave and resign, uh, without having something on the horizon? And sometimes, uh, there are, uh, courts that look at that stuff and they say, well, you moved on to a better job. So it didn't really damage you or it didn't really hurt you that much. And that can be a tough case to prove. But um, in in any circumstances, before you decide to pull the pin and, and bail, um, and it's odd that I'm saying that because that's kind of what it's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, you should have something else lined up. You should have some other uh, line of work or source of income to roll into. Um, I will tell you the job market this day and age is brutal. It's not as easy as people think. I just heard somebody the other day say, well, it's a it's an employee's market. And that's not true at all. That's there's uh, there's so many companies out there that are only doing uh, recruiting and and applications by way of 
automated web services. And so if, you're, if your uh, resume doesn't contain the right buzzwords or isn't formatted the, you know, the way that they want it to be or, or what have you, uh, their automated uh, systems aren't even picking up your stuff and forwarding it on to the recruiters. You're basically just getting, a, well, we reviewed you and you don't meet our qualifications type email back in return. So um, definitely make sure that uh, you've, you've got a solid resume, you've got things formatted properly. Uh, there's a lot of websites, there's a lot of YouTube videos out there on how to get that done and how to uh, make yourself marketable. But, you know, I've found that the, the easiest part of the whole process is the interview, uh, because once once you can just get in the door and sit down in front of people, you can convince them that you're the right person for the job. It's getting that shot at getting in front of a human being to have that discussion and that conversation with that seems to be the, the toughest part. So, um, you know, there's a lot of great employers out there. There's a lot of great positions and a lot of great postings. But the initial step of getting the application submitted and submitted properly so that it gets to the right person, that seems to be where most of us in the job market are struggling right now. So, um, you know, it's it's a much more difficult market right now than people want to believe. And those of us that are out there in it right now looking for work or looking for other options, uh, we're seeing it first and foremost. So don't let people kid you. Um, if you bail on your, you know, it's not that easy to just bail on something today and slide into something else tomorrow. Uh, you know, make sure you do your research, make sure you've got something on the horizon. But if you're in that environment that is so uncomfortable every day that you can't continue to do that, to, to be there and to endure it for your health and your stress, um, you've got to start looking at options and, uh, you know, potentially, uh, move on to bigger and better things. So, uh, with that, I'll take your, uh, emails, standard protocol podcast at gmail.com, and then we'll move on to the next topic. So this time of year, we just rolled out of Thanksgiving. Hopefully everybody had a good holiday. Uh, but we are now, uh, heading into December and bearing down on, uh, the Christmas, New Year's season, uh, whatever holidays out there that you celebrate. Uh, but, uh, I just wanted to take a moment to make sure that, uh, you know, this time of year can be a bit overwhelming for people. It can be a bit depressing, uh, especially if you're separated from your loved ones or, you know, maybe this is your, first uh, first year that you're going to be spending alone or, or whatever the case may be, uh, this can be a little bit of a depressing time of year. So we would not be doing our due diligence if we did not mention uh, the Suicide Prevention Hotline and Resource Center uh, dials, dial 988 for uh, the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Uh, make a plan to prevent suicide and make sure that you know uh, what are what resources are available to you in your area if you need to get assistance for a loved one or for somebody that you encounter out there this holiday season. Um, every one of us, as I've said many, many times on this show, every one of us is dealing with our own set of struggles and our own uh, set, of, you know, our, our own reality that may not be uh, what we portray, 
Uh, we, we may portray that things are fine every day, but, uh, in reality things, you know, things are a mess or things are in disarray. Um, many people out there struggle this time of year and it always saddens me to see, uh, the reports of, of how many people we lose each year around the holidays just because of depression and, uh, things that get them down when it should be a very joyous time of year. It should be a time for spending, uh, extra moments with family, um, you know, spending time with, co-workers at holiday parties and and that kind of thing uh but unfortunately there is that certain group or demographic that uh really takes this time of year uh really hard and they really struggle with it so just make sure that you and and the people around you are, are doing okay make sure they're aware of the resources around them again dial 988 if you need to reach the suicide help hotline um and uh just you know Take time to engage with people. Take time to call up your family members you haven't seen in a while or talked to. Uh, take time to, you know, send that text out to your friend you haven't spoken to in a while and, and just check up on each other. Make sure everybody's doing all right. Um, you know, this is, uh, I, I will say this is uh, always a, a difficult time of year for me and especially this year with a lot of the changes that have come about in my life in, in the recent few years. Um, it, it's going to be a struggle, but you know what? Um We'll get through it. We get through everything and uh, just know that all of you out there, uh, you're not alone and uh, we we all want to see uh, everyone succeed and, and make it through the holiday season. And, uh, you know, just do, do, do whatever you love, do what, whatever hobby brings you joy, whether it's, you know, taking your dog for a walk or, or, uh, you know, watching some football, basketball, whatever, whatever you enjoy, uh, just take time to enjoy life. Don't, uh, don't let the little things get you down and, uh, find, uh, find those positives to really gravitate towards because that's what, uh, everybody needs right now. So, uh, again, uh, reach out to us here at standard protocol podcast at gmail.com. If you, if you have, uh, ideas on how to alleviate the depression around the holiday season, or if you just want to reach out and, and talk to us and, and, uh, tell us what you're going through. You know, we're, we're not trained professionals as far as counselors go, but we do have access to a lot of resources here and we can get you pointed in the right direction. So, uh, again, our email standard protocol podcast at gmail.com. That's always an option as well. All right. And we will move on to the next topic for the day. The final thing that I wanted to touch on today, uh, and this is a little bit uh, more insight into me and who I am, uh, just so that you all understand, um, you know, the, the previous episode, episode 15, and some of the things I talked about earlier in episode 16 here. Um, uh, hopefully all of you understand, um, me and who I am and where I'm coming from and, and why I feel that these things are important to talk about each week. Um, you know, when, when I was younger as a kid, um, I was the victim of a lot of bullying and, and it went on mostly at school. Um, and that was back when, you know, you were young and innocent enough that you trusted the adults in your lives. You trusted your parents and your teachers and people that you thought were there to protect you. And, um, my parents did a phenomenal job. They did everything they could do to protect me from, uh, those, those bullying elements in, in my life. But at the end of the day, 
you have to go to school every day and you have to endure some of the treatment that uh, goes on there. And so, um, you know, I went through a few years where I got no help from my teachers. I got no help from my classmates. I, I was basically just a target every day when I walked into the classroom. And how that um, shaped me as an individual, not just in my youth, but even even in adulthood, the lack of self-confidence that I've had, the, uh, the, the, the way that I'm always striving for perfection and, and very seldom ever able to obtain, obtain per- perfection because none of us are perfect. Um, just the, the, the weight that that has put on me that I've carried most of my life. And, you know, I've found ways to mitigate it, to manage it, to suppress it a little bit to a certain extent, but it's always there that those, those scars are always there and they're always very real. And so that's why when I talk about toxic work environments, unhealthy, uh, situations that you find yourself in, um, you know, some of us, some of us are fortunate enough that uh, we can just exit those environments and not not have to endure it any longer and move on and find something else. But there is a large, large demographic out there that they can't just pack up and leave. They need their job. They need to feed their family. They need um, they they need everything they have, and that's why they're there. And it's not just as simple as. I don't like this environment and it's not healthy for me. I'm going to go somewhere else. They have to go to work and they have to endure that every day. And it's no different than when I was in fifth or sixth grade where I had no choice. I had to go to school and get picked on every day. In some of these workplaces, in some of these work environments, many of you don't have a choice. You have to go there every day because you have bills to pay and you have to keep that paycheck coming and you have to subject yourself to that kind of treatment every day. And that is so unfortunate to me. And I really, that that's why I want to talk about these issues. That's why I want to make them well known that you're not going through this alone. There are many people out there that are in the same exact boat as you are. And there are many people that even if they're not in that boat now, they have been at some point in their lives and they've overcome it. And um, there are, there are a lot of people that understand what you're going through, even though you may not think so, you may not seem like it. So um, that's why these topics are important to me. Um, I feel that they have impacted my life, these environments that I've been in, and just like the one that I most recently exited, um, just the, the things that I was subjected to for a two to three year period, um, you know, that, that changed my, my personality, my life, my outlook on things. It took me from a once uh, optimal performing individual and made it just so that I was just coming in every day, just trying to get through the day and, and not trying to, um, you know, facilitate big change or facilitate, um, you know, career development or moving everyone around me forward. Now, I think I still did a lot of that stuff, but it wasn't near to the level that I could have had I felt more comfortable in my work environment. And I think when you have, when you're in an environment where you're not totally comfortable, it's not an all inclusive work environment, it's very siloed and segregated. Uh, you you end up uh, you, you really end up doing 
you, you, you don't live up to your full potential. We'll just say that you, there's a lot more, we, we all have great potential in us, but sometimes the environment around us dictates how much of that potential we can actually put out there every day on display. And so I don't think a lot of leadership figures understand that. Uh, certainly the ones that have been through the uh, unhealthy work environments do understand that. They do get that. Those are the leaders that you need to lean on uh, because they'll be empathetic, sympathetic. They'll understand what you're going through. Uh, but there's not that many of us out there, unfortunately. And most most people that have had an easy time climbing the ranks, it's because they've had those sharp elbows and they haven't been afraid to bully someone or nudge some out of the way uh, for the purpose of their own benefit or their own, you know, f- upward mobility. So um, this is why that on this show, I talk about this stuff so much because it is important. It is going on everywhere. It's not just in the industry or the walk of life that I left. It truly is uh, taking place in Every profession, every industry, uh, nearly every workplace, there is some type of this behavior going on. And we have to somehow band together. There needs to be like another movement, like the Me Too movement, uh, where we 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 come up with some hashtag to um, reinforce this movement of eliminating workplace harassment and bullying because it's out there and um you know, even even as I'm sitting here recording this, I'm getting messages from people that are that are um, just ecstatic about last week's episode and and you know think that it's it's great that somebody finally spoke up. Um, I have yet to hear from our incoming in, incoming governor's office and and their administration on what they're going to do about the situation. Uh, but again, based on those two promotions I saw earlier today at my old organization, uh, it doesn't sound like they're doing anything to fix the problem. It sounds like they're they're only making it worse. So at some point that'll come back around. But again, to all the people there, my hat's off to you. Stick it out. Hopefully it gets better. Everybody else out there in the real world, I'm with you. I understand what you're going through. I believe the struggles are real and I've been through them myself. So please don't ever feel like you're alone. Reach out to us, uh, like, subscribe to the show. Every week we're going to talk about this stuff until we see some change. So uh, that's what we're here for, and that's uh, that's what I'm going to use this platform for. Is uh, you know, millennials and Gen Zs, uh, the the workforce is tough out there, and it's hard on you, and I understand it. So I think together we can make change. Uh, just keep spreading the word about the podcast and keep sending us your topics. Keep uh, giving us positive feedback and we'll keep moving in the right direction here. So with that, I wanted to close out this week's episode. Appreciate all the love again. The Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, YouTube, you guys have been phenomenal. And we will see you next week on the next one. And so until then, be safe out there. Take care. Take care.